Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Frisco off of Preston. Been giving away cowboy swag all day long. I still see that camo CD lamb jersey available. Going to be given away. Plus, courtesy of Miller Lite, you can enter to win a pair of tickets for Cowboys Packers. And right now, it's time for the C-Block with a special guest who brought his own presence. <laughs> yes, he did. It is uh, Kyle Yeomans from DallasCowboys.com. He said he would show up to one of these this year. Uh, he, he said it last year, though. He waited until we were down yeah. the street. Yeah. I said it last year? <laughs> you, well, like last you knew season? the Cowboys oh, like were making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and then 2023 year. Yeah, that's what it was. And he did bring the uh, the new playoff shirt, the Seize Everything, yeah. for us. So thank you very much. Uh, that is really cool. And, Kyle, you've done – You've done such an awesome job with us all season long. I wanted to present you a present. Oh, no. This is going to be that same shirt. I'm sorry (laughs) that the envelope is so dirty. My daughter was eating next to it. Oh, Uh, good. But this is – here you go. I'll just hand this over to you. That is a gift card. You like suits. You look good in suits. So – uh, there you go. Thank you Dude, very much, awesome. man, for hanging out with us all year. And maybe you can buy a tie with that. That's uh, we'll awesome. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much. It was funny. I was going to hop on here. I was going to say, hey, uh, good to join the, the number one midday show in, in DFW. I saw the Facts. ratings last week. So congratulations to you guys. Not just for sports, for all, all radio. Of it. Yeah. All, all radio. Of it. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's been, a, you know, you've, you've been with us since we were a weekend show. Yeah. Uh, we've been working this thing for a very long time. And then we added Mike. Yeah. And Mike is Mike's like taking off Kevin to this <laughs> makes everybody happy. It has Man. everybody excited. Driving. <laughs> There's a dynamic that people like. <laughs> speaking of ticking off people, can you when you go to the star, can you make sure to track down Mike and be like, hey, he didn't make first team all pro. Yeah. Just try and poke the bear. Yeah, a little bit. for sure. I poke feel the like lions. absolutely yeah. you're a second teamer. Yeah. 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 So, hey, dude, congratulations on second team. Yeah. All pro. Like, Maybe someday really you can be good enough. your work this year. Yeah. yeah. Like, next step up is, is maybe if you win a Super Bowl, then we can talk about first-team All-Pro, right? Here in the media say, I talked to a lot of the voters, and they said you just didn't draw enough holdings. <laughs> <laughs> they said if you had done that's, that. That's the, that would be the key. Yeah. That would be the one that sets it over the top, that would put it over the line. I, I could definitely see that. Now, I, I know the focus is more Sunday as opposed to individual accolades. That being said, yeah. nine All-Pros, that is a st- Staggering number, right? Yeah, there. that's a lot. And, and four first team All Pros, yes. five second team. Four is the tied for the second most in franchise history. Uh, ten previous teams have done it, so this is the eleventh. Out of the ten previous teams, five have gone to at least the conference title oh. game, and one of them's won the Super Bowl. So oh, you have some history goodness. off of it. None of them have lost in the wild card round, by the way. So it's happening. I'm just saying it's there. So. If you have the four All-Pros, first-team All-Pros, you probably could have argued Micah could be a first-team All-Pro. 
Dak was certainly good enough to be a first-team All-Pro. I understand why he's not. Ryan Anger could be right there, too. But it, it really was. It's been a fun season. Individual accolades, team success. You just hope you can finish off the right way. Does it? Does that tell you when you see that that list right there that this is a good team or yeah. a really good team? Like that's. I feel like that's what Kevin bases a lot of it on. A, a lot of times. I know we talk about this, but the first and second all team pros. But that's that's that permeates throughout your team. Yeah, it does. And, and it deals with leadership both from a coaching staff and from a player standpoint. Zach Martin has tied the franchise record with a seventh All-Pro. You have him teaching guys like Tyron Smith, I mean, early in his career. Sure. I mean, that, they've kind of went back and forth. Then you've got Tyler, Tyler Smith, Smith now that both of those guys are able to make an impact on. Three All-Pro offensive linemen is nothing to sneeze at. That's is, impressive. Okay, let me ask you a question about that because I don't think that Tyler Biotish – and Terrence Steele are that bad, mm-hmm. yet you have a first-team offensive lineman, two second-team offensive linemen, and it feels like we complain about specifically our run blocking all the time. Yeah. So where where's the disconnect on that? They're like, three of your five offensive linemen are the best. Best of the best. It's not just the center and the right tackle that is preventing us from run blocking. Yeah, it's tough. Maybe it's, it's, uh, maybe it's a mindset more than anything. The, the Cowboys' run blocking hasn't been perfect, and a lot of times it's in the interior. It's, it, it also is a byproduct of who you play in the division. Sure. Look at Washington and New York and Philadelphia. Over the last two or three seasons, the strength of their team has been the interior of their defensive line. And unless they're going up against Zach Martin, they're going to have some, some lumps. You're going to take right. some lumps up front against the run defense. You play them six times a year in terms of the division. So. I think there's a little bit of a recency bias maybe in that fact if you're just playing good defensive fronts and playing good defensive line play. Uh, but maybe it's maybe you're looking at your center position in the future. Maybe you're looking at your right tackle position in the future. But right now, they're good enough because they play next to three all-pros, and they are able to, to kind of fill in those gaps where need be. A couple of defensive players for the Packers, I was hoping you could give us a breakdown on Lucas Van Ness yep. and Rashawn Gary. Yeah. What what can you tell us about players and the challenges they bring to the table on Sunday? They're physical, and they sell out. They play very aggressive. When you watch them on film, they're, they're kind of like Dallas in the fact okay. that they want to rush the passer. They want to get in the backfield. They're not as good as Dallas is in getting in the backfield and rushing the passer, but they get back there enough to try and disrupt things. But they do so at the vantage point of giving up the run. They are okay. 28th in the NFL in terms of giving up rushing yards allowed per game. They've got four games this year where they've given up at least 200 yards on the ground. So I, I think they are just like Dallas in the fact that they would rather sell out, put pressure on, on opposing quarterbacks, and then maybe give up a big run play or two here and there, and they're susceptible to it. That's what Gary and Van Ness bring to the table. They're both extra physical. I like uh, Gary a lot in terms of the speed he brings off the edge. He's fun to play. And then I really like Clark on the interior. He's, he's okay. really a... He's a run stuffer. He kind of try, tries to clog up the middle. He's kind of like Jonathan Hankins. Even though their fact. run defense has been not very pretty good. bad this yeah, year. Yeah, it's not very good. He gets turned in run plays and stuff, but he's just a big body in the middle. If he plays well, their run defense is, is serviceable. If he has a bad game, that's when they really get bit. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm, it's interesting that he said he likes Gary because somebody texted in and said, tell Yeomans that Gary says hello. So hey, I Gary, don't know what's if, up, Gary? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> I don't nice. know if he's a, you, you It might a, be Gary from New Mexico. We'll maybe see if so. he talks back. Yeah, if he, if he, was, uh, he was on our show this morning. He was our guest picker as our fan 
on our podcast. There you go. Now, the, the name Jaden Reed is the one. we yeah. got, Kevin asked yesterday, who do you fear, who do you not fear? Jaden Reed, I picked him up on fantasy uh, late in the season, and it benefited me sure. very well. I'm trying to put, like, a, a attach a, another name, a comp to him, and there's this – I'm like, he's not Tyreek Hill. No. He's, he's more like Randall Cobb in my mind mm-hmm. because he can do so many ghosts from so many places on the field. How would you comp Jaden Reed and what to expect from him? I like Sunday? Randall Cobb. That's a good comp. I think what he does, it, he's not going to go over the top and he's not going to have the, the, the big flashy play. But the just, Christian Watson type yeah, thing. He's yeah, he's not going to have a Christian Watson type day, or at least I hope not. Goodness, we didn't think Christian Watson would have that type of day last year either. What he does well is he's he secures the catch. I mean, he's always open to a certain extent, and he's a reliable target. So that's really been the difference for Jordan Love these last ten weeks of the, or I guess eight weeks of the regular season. From week eleven on, he's been incredible. Eighteen touchdowns to one interception—that's insane. Yeah. I mean, and and I think it's because he now knows, okay, if Watson's not open, if uh, some of these other tight ends aren't open, I can still go and find Reed in the secondary somewhere because he's that reliable target. And you talk about a safety blanket for Dak Prescott these last couple years being the tight end position. It's just as easily transitioned over to wide receiver if you have a guy like Reed that, that's running routes. So How you been feeling about the play down the stretch? Because i got to say, I've been pretty stoked about Jordan Lewis and Donovan Wilson. They've been great. Jordan Lewis especially. Yeah. I think his willingness to bring physicality in the run game and whenever there's somebody underneath uh, secondary and maybe somebody has a grab, whether it's his man or somebody else's man, it's almost like he changed his mentality 180 from what it was, and he's ready to hit somebody. And I, I love it, man. I think he's been great. Donovan Wilson's had back-to-back yes. games where he's made an impact and, and had an interception. I, I, if those two guys can continue playing better football it supplements the confidence level you had in the defense early in the year i know it doesn't necessarily have to mean it's a for a bigger impact if one of your teammates would have gotten it one of the most impressive plays in football to me is the forced fumble and fumble recovery (laughs) by the same person yep i'm always like strip sack fumble or touchdown and it doesn't always have to be because that jordan lewis play wasn't necessary it wasn't his sack but just stripping the ball out and recovering it that is maybe the most impressive play in football to it's me. It's one of, and especially, like you said, the first instinct there is that it, it, if it does occur, it's a strip sack, right? Yes. Because that's probably the most for likely. Sure. You're for in the sure. backfield by yourself. You force the fumble. You find it first, and you grab it. That's what made, makes a play like Jordan Lewis more impressive to me because he was the one that made the tackle, forced the fumble. There were bodies all over the place from both teams, and he still found a way to secure it and recover it. So that play was one of the more impressive plays I think of the the Cowboys defensive season so far in terms of it in a in a microcosm. I'm I'm excited to see if he can continue to make plays like that in the playoffs. Nobody expected James Cook Day, uh, oh, but James man. Cook Day happened, yeah. and a lot of that happened to the yeah. outside. <laughs> and 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 granted, they did run a lot of counters too, sure. but a lot of that did happen to the outside. And Aaron Jones, it seems like that's the Packers. MO is they would rather go outside than go up the middle. Yep. What are you seeing from their run game, or do you actually fear that? I do. Okay. I, I really do. Uh, I think if if they establish the run early, it sets up play action, and Jordan Love is very good off of play action. He's not very good whenever he's pressured. So if, he's, if he has the defense on their heels, that's right where you want him. So if they're able to establish a run game early, and, and Green Bay is going to pull a lot. They pull guards all the time. They put pre-step motion. They pull guards. They're trying to get outside the tackles. They're trying to block up front. 
And then Aaron Jones, just off of the pedigree that he's had in his games in the past, he averages 130 rushing yards per game against the Cowboys. Number one. And two touchdowns a game. Two two touchdowns a game. His rushing yards per game is the most by an individual against the Cowboys all time. More than Barry Sanders. More than Walter Payton. It's pretty impressive. Why didn't you have those numbers? I told you that. I don't know. Kyle's bringing those numbers. He's bringing the numbers, too. But I, I think there's... There's an element to him. His his father grew up a massive Cowboys fan. He's been around this team. He played at UTEP and, and played in El Paso. He's he's been he grew up with the star really in the forefront, and now he gets a chance to try and take them down. He's done it in the three games that he's played prior. By the way, from the nine seven two, it's Gary from UNT, bro. So Oh, Gary Livingston. Yeah. 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 Well, hey dude, Gary. I don't know about the last Yeah, time. that's Sorry. a lot of that's really my guy. Put his name out there. <laughs> a lot Sorry, of Gary. Uh, but right I, I did want to I probably so. shouldn't do that. <laughs> Now, uh, a lot of people that may be new to, to Kyle uh, may not, and he's talked to us every Friday here. They want to know how many babies are on the he's way. Got triplets. the number one show. So. <laughs> he's got triplets on the way. Yep. And, and, Kevin, you named your son after Brandon, uh, one of the A&M players. Brandon Stewart, the old Texas A&M Aubrey. quarterback. Oh, That's who really? His son's Brandon Aubrey. When they, won the, <laughs> not Brandon. when they won the Big 12 championship in 1998, I made a deal with the sports gods. If we could win this game, I would name my first son Brandon. Oh, man. When I actually was time to have my first son, I thought, well, that's never going to work. Chatted it over with the person who, for the record, not my wife, is we had the baby, and she was like, you know what? I like that name, so it's stuck. Yeah. Okay. Have you have you already decided? Have you all come to a conclusion, or is that still in the in the works it, right it's now? It's still in the works. All right. We haven't decided on anything yet. It's two boys and a girl, yep. which is really exciting. It's great. Uh, but but yeah, we haven't we haven't completely made the decision yet so I, I think we can maybe workshop something here do you like do we need to do we need to workshop some some yes. sort of deal to Kyle, make it happen? who is your favorite player it doesn't have to be a cowboy who is like your hero sports person when you were a kid uh well growing up in waco and and this is going to sound weird but i really liked watching rg3 i was in high school at the time but robert's like, a good i thought you're going to say perry RG3. jones the third he was fun too <laughs> Isaiah you can name Austin, your kids, i mean robert or perry. griffin and the third oh man yeah all three all of three them all three of them yeah comes out last yeah, yeah the last one to get, <laughs> the third. The third. Last one to get out of there that's, that's my, great you my, can always remember yeah, <laughs> i know and you're the third one my favorite cowboys were were jason witten Emmett Smith and Darren Woodson. Like, those were kind of my guys. I really liked them. So, Jason, mm-hmm. Whitney, and Darren. That's three good ones. Could work. Yeah. And, and and your wife is a pretty big sports fan, yeah, too. Yeah, she grew so. up a Cowboys. So, she grew up in Staten Island, New York. But she was a Cowboys fan in Staten Island, New York. She probably gets some feedback in this, too, then. <laughs> yeah, she's got to have some. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Brandon Aubrey <laughs> is the most convenient player on the roster, though, because there you go. You got a Brandon. Brandon you got an, an Aubrey. Aubrey. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, You're two-thirds that of the pretty, way there. That's yeah. a pretty good one right there. What, what would his reaction be if I just walked into open locker room and be like, hey, Brandon, dude, congratulations on your All-Pro nominee. By the way, I'm naming two of my three children after you. <laughs> and just see excited. what he says. Like, hey, you think awesome. he'd be pumped? Yes. I don't know. Now, <laughs> I was pumped for you last year. How many Emmys did you win last year? I just won one. Just yeah, one. Just one. And those were real. That's all it's you need, okay? Yeah, yeah, my name was on it. It wasn't a fake <laughs> name. Help me out here. I'm not sure about Emmy. this, yeah. but Kyle, you're probably going to be up for a lot more Emmys this year again. Hopefully. Probably so. Because the DallasCowboys.com does a... But 
I did some playoff stuff for the Texas Rangers, and I've never won an Emmy. <laughs> so if you guys are going up against some sort of post-game show for the Texas Rangers, can you say, I already got one. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to that like back guy. Out. <laughs> See, you're going to have to talk to Isaiah Stanback. So Isaiah won Ooh. an Emmy last year yeah. against Mark McLemore, who I know you work a lot with in his analysis. They were the – they were the two finalists. So you're going to have to talk with Isaiah. I can maybe try and put a good word in. Be like, listen, Mike Bassick needs one. Like, we need to make Do you it, think make if I happen. gave Isaiah Stanback 100 bucks, he would tell the Emmy people, Dude. don't give it to me? <laughs> yes, he would totally do that. I think it would really? be. Really? Yeah, it would be instant. <laughs> so he, we can he purchase. He hasn't taken the Emmy out of the box yet. He told me that last week. It's just still hanging around. So you know where this is going, I would right? walk into the building. Right? I would, every time I walk into 105.3 <laughs> The Fan, I would, I would hold it up and walk into the, the building. The like, elevator is me. holding. Here's what I'm I thinking. Just brought it and just had Mike hold it up the whole segment. <laughs> I want to give Isaiah 100 or 200 bucks to get that Emmy. Put it up for Peaceathon, oh, knowing man. that Mike's going to bid on it, so he can have the Emmy for all the rest of your life. Does it say Isaiah Standback? We on can it? fix Dude, that part. We, we can fix ESPN. that we part. Can those sure I'll, I'll hit up Lee Corso. He'll tell me what to do. Emmy DallasCowboys.com. Isaiah Standback, and I'm going to buy that and be like, look what I did. Hey. Yeah, we'll bought Isaiah Stanback's Emmy. We'll fix that part. Do you, do you have a prediction for us for Sunday besides yeah. pain? Yeah, besides. Uh, I would say the Cowboys win it. I, I just, I, this is the better team by a significant margin. I think it's 37-21 Dallas. This defense, Ooh. their defense is, is serviceable. Like I said a moment ago, I don't want to say they're a bad defense, but they, they haven't been good at stopping the run, and at times they've been susceptible to the big play. I think Dak Prescott has a monster game at home like he has really through the entire season. Give me the Cowboys big. I like it, man. And that's I the C block, too. Kevin. All right. What an excellent addition. Do you that have great, to go man. or do you want to hang around for another second? Hang out for, yeah, we'll hang out for one more. Okay. Besides Cowboys Packers, which NFL playoff game are you most looking forward to this weekend? 877-881-1053 plus Masterpiece of the Week. It is the fastest segment in all of radio. Good news for you. It's up next live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Frisco on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3. The fans, spoiler alert, this is going to be my answer. We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Frisco, off of Preston. All kinds of cool Cowboys swag being given away all day long. Plus, you can still register for your chance to win Cowboys Packers tickets, courtesy of Miller Lite. Now, we've got Kyle Yeomans with us, and the question I want to get to is, besides Cowboys Packers, which NFL game are you most looking forward to this weekend? But, Corey... I believe you have college football news for us. Yeah, according to uh, at ESPN Rittenberg, otherwise known as Adam Rittenberg, who might be a fake name. Nobody knows the answer to that question. Hold on, is this spelled Rittenberg, W-R-I? No, it's with an R. Maybe it's real. Uh, Washington coach Kalen DeBoer is negotiating with Alabama's, uh, with Alabama. No, that's Pete, Uh, Um, is uh, negotiating with Alabama to be the head coach. And I think throughout the entire process with Washington, and Isaiah would know a lot about him. Yeah. And, uh, the entire process was, or everything I heard about him on all for throughout the college football playoff and everything was, this dude created this. He made this program. He's the reason. And then everybody came for him. And, and here he is now going to take on one of the most high-profile jobs around. So that's pretty interesting that he is in negotiations right now with Alabama. He can bring Michael Penix with him, too. <laughs> Does he have another year Unlimited of eligibility? eligibility you I know think, what? Actually, hold on just one second. I found this story just for you, and I didn't get a chance to bring it up earlier. Casey Thompson has committed to Oklahoma for his seventh season of college football. He has previously been at Texas, Nebraska, and Florida Atlantic, and now he will roll up to Oklahoma for his seventh season in college football. So you can redshirt your first year. Like, you're just a redshirt. You're yep. a freshman redshirt. You can have a medical redshirt. Yep. You can have another medical redshirt? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Can have a, it's like can a gray have, shirt. How many redshirts can you have? Can you literally be in your 10th year of college? I mean, I don't know. But I've seen eight. Okay. Is the highest wow. that I've seen is eight years okay. recently. So Casey Thompson could be a two-year starter for Alabama based off I'm of that. Say, I, don't, I don't know. I want to say I was a sophomore in college when Casey Thompson came out of high school. And now you've won lie. an Emmy. Yeah, I'm an Emmy winner now. How, How old are that? you, Kyle? I'm 27. Okay, so the same yeah. age as Michael Penix almost. <laughs> <laughs> He's 24. <laughs> and then also there lines out the favorite if Arch Manning were to leave Texas right now is LSU. We talked about Quinn Ewers earlier this week coming back. We've kind of seen the writing on the wall for that for a couple of weeks is LSU would be the favorite. Now. Can I ask? Yeah. Qu- I know you have, you have something yeah, else. go for it. I want to ask Kyle something real quick that I didn't get to ask him in the last one. Will McClay coming back. Yeah. Um, I just I think that he does a really good job at just at, at catering to the coaches, uh, and I'm not sure m- most personnel guys do that around the league. I just wanted your thoughts on like how what what the importance of him is. I've I've been very adamant about this just during draft coverage throughout. I mean, I host the draft coverage on on the fan throughout yep. the the spring, but I, I think he's the best in the business. I really do, and I, I would say that if he weren't with the Dallas Cowboys, he is. He's as good as it comes because he caters to the people around him, both ownership, coaches, his scouts, too. He's got a great relationship with the scouting department as a whole. I, I think if if he were to go somewhere else, he would, one, be successful, and, two, it would be a huge loss for this organization. With that being said, I, I don't see him leaving. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think he's going anywhere. But that's just my personal – that's not based off of a conversation I've had with him or anything. That's just outside looking in 
on on his situation for sure. Yeah, I just I feel like Kevin that a lot of times coaches will come in and they'll be like, yeah, just bring me some good players. Yeah, Dan Quinn sure. comes in and is like, hey, I have a very detailed thing that I want. McCarthy and, too. And, that really, and, both of them yes. are very adamant on what they wanted to fit their systems. Yeah, they wanted uh, McCarthy talks so often about what a Cowboys player should look like, mm-hmm. and yeah. that that was like, hey, th- this is my definition to you, Will. And Will's like, okay, got it. I'll go find him. And he does. I think he does a really good job at finding finding that for those guys. So that was just a conversation of glad he's back. We'll see how the future goes for him down the road. Real quick for all of y'all, what is the number one non-Cowboys Packers game you're looking forward to? In a weird weekend? way, I'm probably not going to watch because it's on Peacock. But <laughs> the Chiefs. Dolphin. I just want to know, can Patrick Mahomes take another group of minor league wide receivers and still win in the playoffs? Mine's Rams Lions. I'm I'm really amped to see that game. Yeah, I think mine would probably be Rams Lions. Stafford going back to Detroit. Detroit's never hosted a playoff game at Ford Field in its entirety, which Ford Field was built in like what oh two oh three, and they've never hosted a playoff game there. Yeah, that's crazy. And and now Stafford's involved in that one playoff game. That's going to be crazy loud. Yeah, it's going to be that that environment. The weather is going to be fun to watch in Kansas City though, because negative five and snow and ice and whatever it ends up being up there. Same in Buffalo, right? Yeah, probably. It's like a foot of snow already. Mine is mine is Browns Texans. Oh, uh, C.J. Stroud of as we discussed earlier. Sure. uh, He's he's done beyond anything I expected him to do in his rookie season. Beyond anything I expected from D'Amico Ryan's, it might be a blowout. Who knows what, what happens there? Uh, Joe Flacco's story is still fascinating, and the fact that they went through what their they lost their starting star quarterback, mm-hmm. and then they lost their other two quarterbacks, and now they're <laughs> on a dude that they just said, "Well, you know what? Let's I guess him." Nobody uh, wanted, yeah. Him. And Stefanski, I think, is a pretty good coach, man. I think he knows what he's doing when he's running that offense there. Right now, Kyle demanded to stay for this live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Frisco. It's time for Masterpiece of the Week. Who is this? Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Thanks, Chris. All right. Who do we want to pick on first today for Masterpiece of the Week? Kyle. Mike. Wait. (laughs) I mean, if you had a Kyle drop (laughs) somehow, that would be amazing. (laughs) I, I don't have. Just a, ask Sean and RJ. They've got one. Yeah. Oh, true. Bobby, they've got it all. Kyle Yeomans. I think <laughs> there that's it is. Yeah, there. it's up there somewhere. All right, let, let's pick on Mike. I heard Mike. Uh, he said this earlier in the show today. My wife did that what? to me this morning, and I just took it. <laughs> Chris, I want to tell you this. You are the winner so far, masterpiece of the week. Because I heard him when he said that. And Let's thought, go. If there's any way we could turn that around immediately, that would be. Took great. her cold hands right before I left, and she put them on my back. Up your shirt or yes, down your shirt? Okay. On my skin, because she knows that's how she wants to warm up her hands. We could just bleep back and make that sound really bad for future. <laughs> but I was just wondering if other wives, when their hands are cold. Try to put their hand on your back to warm up their hands. Yes. That's a universal experience, I I think. She's like, are my hands cold? I'm like, yes. She's like, well, I'm like, just, are they warm now? And they don't get, the thing is, is they never get warm. They stay cold. How women's hands get so cold and stay cold, I don't know. They're just bricks of ice. That's all they are all the time. Let's pivot to Corey real quick. Corey had a good one right here. And I'm feeling like, all right, get those guys off. Okay. All right. 
Straight to Man. the point. Away. I need to use that more often. I really away. thought Mike was going to go coast to coast on this and then right out of the gate. I think Kyle mm. is already like questioning did you sticking say, around. When did you no, say I'm that? glad I'm sticking around. This is awesome. <laughs> What's that? When did you say that? I have no I don't know. I don't Mike know. said that once in a commercial. He goes, <laughs> Yeah, they'll get you in, get you, and then he finishes in. He goes, Well, maybe well, not that. I, was, not I said that, that wrong. I said that wrong. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, let's go yeah. back to Mike here. I didn't go Mike the entire way, but a couple of weeks back with Reg, Grant Williams was given a new nickname. We are playing with Derek Lively, but he gets up and down the court really great. I can't play Bubble Butt Williams if we're going to play it this style. I'm so uncomfortable with this nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one because Reggie was involved. Yeah. I was at the Mavs game last night, and they said the Grant man, they've got like a Batman okay. like theme in-house. I like yours better. I thought he Thank played you. better he yesterday. Did. He did. Sure. He played okay last night. When he made, I think it was an and one. Uh, I don't know if he made the free throw or not. That's difficult for the Mavs, but <clears throat> he like got up and was yeah. fired up going back to the bench and screaming, and I'm like, he is – to me, lacking a lot of confidence and trying to find confidence in his shot, in his game with the Mavs. Yeah. And you could tell, like, that moment was like, let's go. Like, I'm wanting – he wants to help the Mavs. He just hasn't helped them very much. Did they did they run a play, an inbounds pass for him to get a three off right before halftime? I think that was him last oh, year. Yeah, that was, I was, like, yeah, that was after Jalen Brunson. And he took a good cheap shot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, proud of Jay. If you're trying yep. to take cheap shots, Jalen got a good one in right there. I like him. Well, Kyle, you're safe today, but oh, Kevin, ooh. you are absolutely not. Double you don't have to be married to be naked. Oh, man. That's a fact. There that is. is a fact. I just want to tell you. It's unfortunate, you, but it's a fact. If you continue the logic, I pretty much confirmed that today when I told you I had a baby with somebody I wasn't <laughs> married to. So uh, I feel like you. I've been pretty consistent on this topic <laughs> of pre-marriage nudity. Is that, All right. Hey, Chris, go ahead and put that one down for next week because that one's going to win for me, too. Uh, Sounds good, man. Pretty consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to, since you like the other Reg one, I got another one with Reg right here. If Trent Williams can't come back from the growing groin injury, I always hate that that word. word I always say growing, but it's groin, if I'm trying to say it right. (laughs) One more time for me. (laughs) Is uh, I still have San Francisco. You sound like a cartoon spring. Groin. 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 There has to be a better word for that. Groin. What, would, what do you think that word? Groin. If you get to invent the word, what would you call it? He looked down. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get inspiration. Yeah. He was looking in his area. To, I don't his know. groin to try and get inspiration. Side crotch muscle. <laughs> the A-frame. See, yeah. it needs Man, to be more to the point like than side crotch muscle. Because people just say groin. But the A-frame... That's not bad. That right? is good. But for a while, it I sounds did like think a power it was, stance. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. growing, but then somebody's like, "No, it's not growing. It's growing, 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 growing." Groin. <laughs> All right. Well, groin. Groin. have you ever heard that before? <sighs> it's I hope if you did. You'd have groin. Pains. I hope you're clipping this. I'm it clipping all of it. I'm yeah, clipping all of it, Kyle. It is not a fun injury. <laughs> all right. Well, we have five votes today. So, who wants to vote first? Mm. I am voting for Kevin, <laughs> saying you don't have to be married to be naked. That's I, you don't have to be married to be naked. Yeah, the logic, the de- the definitive way that you said it. That's the. I mean, that's really what it's all about. That it's a factual statement. I don't understand. Chris, which one was your favorite one? Man, I really like Grant Williams' new nickname. I can't play Bubble Butt Williams if. <laughs> all right, you know what? To muddy the waters even further, I'm going to vote for Misty, Mr. Corey Majors and what he wants to do for those guys. Oh, gross. 
and I'm feeling like, all right, get those guys off. Mm. <laughs> I was talking about getting like the like Dak and CD and Mike off the like get field. Get them going early. Get them out of oh, the field. Oh, get them out of yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was. Forty-seven. Yeah. It still wasn't safe to take them out of the they Washington. Might be, game. They might be exhausted <laughs> for the rest of the game. I don't want that. You'll lose the legs. Kyle, when you were at <laughs> yeah. that game, real quick. When you were at that game, at what point in the fourth quarter are you like? Hey, can we get Dak off the field just in case somebody gets a free shot at him? When they came out of the commercial break prior to the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at that point. There was, a, there was a time when I was like, okay, Cooper Rush is coming in. And nope, it, Dak trots right back out there. No, those two are too important. Which, which uh, audio did you like the most? I liked your first one. I know you had like 12 of them, but the yeah. first one that, that, that uh, Chris played, it was that Taking was it. it. My wife did that what? to me this morning, and I just took it. <laughs> that's it. That's, yeah, that's, that's the one that's for me. When you don't have the cold hands involved, it sounds a lot different. Yeah. It sounds like she was like, get over there. I wouldn't mind it, I guess. Hands on the counter. Oh, my God, dude. Hope you're listening Kevin's to going yeah. hand in hand now. Yeah. And now you know why this we're number great. one, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what <laughs> Dallas-Fort Worth likes to listen to at lunchtime on Fridays. I th- I guess yes. So. Is that what this is? I guess That's so. what it is? Okay. Look, we fill up the Good restaurant week after week, no matter <laughs> where impressive. we go. Because we, we know a lot of heathens out there. So. All right. Can you can you play that mic one just one more time, Chris? That is your masterpiece of the week winner for the week. My wife did that what? to me this morning, and I just took it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Kyle, thanks for coming very over. Very progressive Appreciate of you. you guys. Good Thank job, you Mike. very much. <laughs> Emmy Award winning Kyle. <laughs> 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 that an Emmy. Sullying his reputation <laughs> with the KNC Masterpiece. We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Frisco off of Preston. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. This has been the place to be the last couple of days. Yesterday we had Bobby Belt and, or excuse me, RJ Choppy and Eric Chiafalo hanging out with us today. Bobby Belt, Kyle Yeomans in the house at Buffalo Wild Wings in Frisco. So we've been having a blast. And right now, let's mix it up with that show that always has a blast. It is the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? We're having a blast as always, Hagee. How the hell are you? Outstanding. I am doing fantastic, and I really wanted to pick y'all's brain on this to start because I understand what a lot of people might think it's Dak. I think it's Lamar Jackson. Is there a particular player that you think has the most on the line or the most to prove in this playoffs? Well, I think you got two of two of them right there, don't yeah. you? Is there, is there anybody else? I Josh mean, Allen, I think, is on that list too. Sure. How about Brock Purdy? That's yeah. who Corey said. That Tell me more about your thoughts there because I thought Corey was on with that too. Well, the thing about everybody thinks that Brock Purdy is only as good as because the players around him. Or, yeah. you know, and I think Florio thought he was kind of turdy. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> you remember that. I do remember that now that you brought it up. But Never yeah. forget. It's, I, I think that he's a guy that, you know, if he could go out there and show that he's the reason why the 49ers are going to, you know, try and make a run at this thing and he's not just a, a guy that's, 
just kind of hanging on. Uh, I, but the, everybody's mentioned the right names, but to me, there's the, he's the one guy that everybody just kind of calls the bus driver dude, you know? And yeah. so I he, maybe he wants to get out of that bus driver shadow. I like what you're going with there because I think it's like the bottom of the quarterbacks instead of the top of the quarterbacks that have, you know, the most to prove. I think Dak and Lamar Jackson have already put themselves in the MVP conversation. There's not much more vertical to go. You know, they're established. Uh, can Joe Flacco put himself back in the, hey, I'm a starting quarterback conversation? Could we see that happen? Probably not. But it, he could. You know, could Jared Goff get revenge against the Rams and say, hey, remember me? You thought I was a top five quarterback once upon a time. Maybe I still am. You know, those are, those are the guys with uh, with room to grow. I think you nailed it. Like Lamar Jackson, one and three in the playoffs, and he's probably going to be your MVP, and then Dak, two and four in the playoffs. So those are two guys that constantly are having regular season success. The question is, can you do it in the playoffs? The other guy is, and his head coach has lumped into this as well with the dumpster fire in, in Philly, is Jalen Hurts. And that's an organization that has shown we are willing to move on. They did it with Carson Wentz, and there are rumblings that they might fire Nick Sirianni if they lose to Tampa Bay. That's wild to me. The, yeah, year, the just... year after the Super Bowl, I mean, I know they didn't win, but that, well, if you're, they you're fired thinking... Doug Peterson after two years, yep, yeah. it's true. Yeah, that's how that that group after is. After he up corrected there. his jaundice in the off season, too. <laughs> did he correct it? He well, lo- Mike he looks claimed, less jaundicey yeah. this year. Doug Peter, not Doug Peterson, Sirianni. Yes. Yes. He looked very jaundicey last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Got we're, under the sunlight. Got it's a, a great band. Were you guys, were there any surprises for y'all on the all-pro team? It's looking like Dak Prescott will, uh, will probably be, uh, well, he is second-team all-pro. He'll probably be runner-up for the MVP to Lamar Jackson. Anything surprising for y'all in that mix there? Was Micah second as well on the yes, second Micah, team? Yes, Micah's second team as well. I think people are struggling with what position Micah Parsons plays. I think that's, I think that, I, I don't know how you can have an all-pro team. If you took a poll of all the offensive coordinators in the league and said, give me the guys that would be hard to get ready for every week, Micah Parsons is going to be on that list as, you know, as a guy. I understand the all-pro list is a, a pretty significant one and a good one, but I think he struggles with the fact that people aren't sure what position he really plays. And I think that hurts him with some of the voting. I'm on a mission to figure out who's the one of the 50 voters that did uh, that did not play C.D. Lamb, Lamb as a first-team All-Pro man. Yeah, especially because they take Ruben Frank, our buddy from. Yeah, that guy's a bleephole. Yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like that. Oh my goodness! And it's good to see that the special teams well represented. Your kicker first team, your punter second team. Special teams is unstoppable. Woo-hoo! Yeah, did did our did our outside gunners uh, make the first or second team with the the way that we cover on the uh, on the fake punts? You no, know, Tolbert made the Razzies. Oh my oh. gosh! Oh, yeah. And you know, I still go back to this. I know it was a while ago. But I really hated the explanation where they're like, well, Jalen Tolbert's a wide receiver. He might have some difficulty understanding the coverage there. And I was like, sure. Or it could have been that he just ran the total other way and wasn't prepared for a fake. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or he probably shouldn't be out there. That's another thing. You know, I worry about a little bit in this game is Rich Basaccia is the special teams coach for the Packers. And Rich Rich will come up with a a game or two to kind of – Throw you off. So Ooh, does this come down to the chess match between Basaccia yeah. and, and Bones? We'll see. One of, one of them is going to do something crazy. You know that. Which one? 
I think Rich. I think Rich. I think Rich is. I think Rich is going to fake something up. Yeah. It does. It does feel like Bones was more likely to do uh, things early whenever he got here, and yeah. he's he's laid off of all that stuff. Well, you know, it's because the team's good. Yeah, but he 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 kind of went into his bag a little early in a meaningless game. He throws the fake field goal pass to yeah. Golston. You know, you got to save that one for. Uh, didn't Mike chew him out pretty good? Was it the Buffalo game? The Sam Williams rush? Oh yeah, yeah. He did. He said, you know, well, let's coach these guys up better how to block punts. You know. Da- Dawson, what's the confidence meter for Sunday? Uh, around 97. Oh, man, I like that. That makes me feel confident, too. I like it. How, how's that shared with the rest of your compatriots in the room? Confidence meters. I think as the week's gone on, I've, I've become more and more confident. The, the, the more breakdowns we get from Broadus about this team, and especially this defense for the Packers, I, I really do feel like it is going to be a great offensive performance, and that will lead – uh, that'll lead the Cowboys to victory. So I'm feeling really good about this one. Feeling very good. Feeling strong. Uh, very optimistic. It's a Chicago song, I yep, think. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think the Cowboys get this thing done. Divisional round is usually where the Packers have had our number, not the wild card round. I don't think they've ever played the wild card round. Never before. <laughs> this is the first that, time man, ever. Man, I tell you what, that's that's really good stuff coming Damn from Damn right, Brian. I tell you what, that's impressive. I like that. Cowboys are going to win the first one. Hey, the Cowboys hey, have never lost to the Packers in the wild card round. And so facts are facts, and facts history are repeats facts. itself. Thank I like, you. I like the research you're doing on this some damn good analysis confident but hate games like this confident but hate games like this you know i hate i hate when i hate when i'm going to pick the cowboys to win the game but i i hate games like this especially when the packers still can kind of do something one thing they can do is they can actually run the football they can run they can run and now will they be no i think but they can run but they can't hide but but you but you make their quarterback throw the ball 40 times in this game i think you win how about that what do y'all got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always. Uh, hey, thanks, thanks for asking. Stephen mm. Jones is coming up at 3 o'clock. All right, looking forward to that. Remember, everything you need is right here on The Fan this weekend. Alec, C.A., and Blake tomorrow have a six-hour show. Yeah. So make sure HR is su- calling right now and asking I why. I know. Make sure you support them for that. Pre-game starts at 1230 with Chiafalo and Broadus. It's going to be a huge day, a huge weekend right here on The Fan. We'll be back on Monday, for better or worse, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here. On 105.3 The Fan. Say Buffalo Wild Wings, Mike. Buffalo Wild Wings. Nice. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.